0: Welcome to the what in the world is God doing podcast conversations with Highland Park missions partners in Casper, Wyoming and around the world. In the midst of global crises and a daily onslaught of discouraging news, this podcast will encourage you about the good work God is doing around the world and inspire you to join in God's mission in our everyday lives. Highland Park Community Church exists to take risks to pursue God and love like Jesus. And our mission partners are courageously living that out at home and abroad. I'm Darren edwell Parker, the GO! Pastor at Highland Park. And joining me today is Anthony Picado. Anthony started as a volunteer with the NICE Foundation back in 2007, and in 2011 became the country coordinator for Nicaragua. He is over logistics, and distribution of all the food and items that we pack yearly at our annual Feed Nicaragua event. Tony's wife's name, Ita, and his two children are Diego and Victoria. And Tony, it is a privilege and an honor to talk to you today. Today is September 27, 2001. And thanks for being here, brother.
1: Thank you, Pastor Daring. It's my, my pleasure to be with you. Thanks for all that you do.
0: Hey, so tell us what's going on in Nicaragua.
1: Well, right now we have a um, hard time with the pandemic. Uh, This is a worldwide, I know, but (laughs) especially in countries like ours, it's getting harder and harder. Um, Hospitals, they are crowded. Um, A lot of people is treated at their homes because they don't have room in the hospital. If You are older than 60 years old, probably you need to be treated at home because they need to like focus on the uh, younger ones. They can still have what they call hope but, you know, it's, it's hard. It's wow. hard for for the medical, you know, people, for doctors, for every every single people that work in the hospitals as well.
0: Now, it's crazy for me because I feel like we've had this conversation, and we did last year at this time as COVID was ramping up. Um, it was starting to hit Nicaragua pretty hard. In fact, your, your parents, your dad had a really serious bout with COVID. And thankfully, by God's grace, he made it through. Did your mom have it as well?
1: Yes, after my dad, and, but uh, you know, uh, with actually the help, you know, of uh, some friends, we were helped uh, able to buy some uh, medicine for her and treat her at home with the private doctor. So it was a huge blessing. And as you say, my dad, you know, he was. Uh, we say goodbye, you know, to him last year, but. So the glory of God, you know, he is alive. He's serving, he's still serving. (laughs)
0: Amazing. Uh, Please send our greetings uh, to both of your parents. Uh, And I know that tragically a number of pastors were lost uh, to this illness. Um, Do you have any kind of current numbers? I know last year we were talking uh, 40s or 50 pastors um, had, had died.
1: Yes. Uh, this year, we don't have the numbers, but uh, I can tell you just when I, from what I hear, you know, pastors that we knew and uh, um, that before, like those 40-some 40, 40 pastors, I didn't know any one of them. Now, I, I know at least 20 of the pastors that's been dying. So uh, we calculate it's more than 200 pastors. Uh, we were talking with my mom the other day and uh Actually, uh, just a couple days ago, uh, one of the pastors that died was my mom's pastor a long time ago. So um, it's been hard for, for all the pastors and, and every every everyone here in Nicaragua. Pastors has been like uh, dying more, increasing the number probably four times as before.
0: And how are churches? grappling with that i mean that is so difficult to lose your pastor the one that's supposed to guide the church through these difficult times what are you seeing as these pastors are passing away and the churches are left without a shepherd
1: well um congregation also are suffering you know leaders have been dying uh, so far in my church this week i talk about this 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 week as we we had a like a couple of families with the virus, and not just one person, but the whole family. So, um, one of the things uh, we are um, that we understand it's uh, we're trying to do uh, God's uh, work here on earth. So uh, we feel uh, sad because the pastor, they're dying, but we know that uh, where they are, you know, they are in the best hands now. So uh, the congregations, uh, of course, they are sad, but also they have the hope that they want to see them again. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. uh, the word of God uh, in the Bible tells tells that, if we believe, and if we the pastor were good pastors, you know, and teach them how to um, to understand that uh, this this life is just. Uh, going fast you know so we need to be worried about the eternal life
0: you know I'm reminded um, this doesn't come through as much in English but in Spanish in Psalm 23 verse 1 Jehova is me pastor nada me faltará." the Lord in English the Lord is my shepherd right but in Spanish literally the Lord is my pastor and yeah. uh, and hopefully um, the congregants really can lean into that reality of of Jehovah the Lord being our pastor our shepherd. Um, and guiding us. So, man, our prayers are with you guys. Um, and and that just, I think, brings out to me the need why it's so important that we do what we do for Feed Nicaragua. So tell us, Tony, how, how does it impact the lives, the churches, the Christian schools on the ground in Nicaragua for us to come and pack these, you, you know, around 200, 240,000 meals? We ship them down with clothing and, and other household items. Like, What do you see as you help to distribute this out?
1: Well, um, always has been a blessing, you know, I, I think I was with uh, sometimes with teams delivering this, this uh, food and, uh, and, and the, uh, and the clothing and shoes and all the items, you know, you pack and you see the, the faces of the people They were, you know, smiling and, you know, like they know that God will not forget them and. You know, but especially in this time, uh, people, they are afraid to do those stuff uh, and, and nobody goes anymore. Nobody like uh, uh, trying to like uh, go out just because of the pandemic and the things. But uh, we feel, you know, that uh, we are doing uh, this for God and he will protect us. So we we keep doing it, and a few testimonies that I hear from the people is like, "Oh, nobody else came, and you came." You know, we are thankful. We are keep praying for you. We, uh, we God will take care of you. Uh, they encourage us, you know, to do that. We we at the beginning we were like scary and too, you know like we didn't know anything about this virus, but. Uh, once uh, we understood that God is, we need to do, we need to do this. I mean, the people are starving. The people still like uh, need clothes, you know, the people still need the, the help. So uh, to do this, to be able to do this, you know, it's a huge change for their lives, and, but also for our lives. They say it's a blessing for them to get that stuff, those stuff, but it's a blessing to us to to hear the miracles, the all the the good things that God's doing through these 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 uh, items, if you want to call it items, you know, through this food, through this uh, um, uh, um, help that we bring, resources they call resources, we uh, has been impacting their lives, but more than that, they has been impacting our lives too.
0: Mm. You know, when I was down there, that would have been. Um... January of last year, uh, of 2020, it was right before the pandemic hit, right? I mean, it was, uh, I was super impacted just to see how those boxes, as they traveled around, I mean, traveling with you guys around the country, giving the boxes out, connecting with churches, encouraging pastors, encouraging people. Um, it, it just seemed to me such an, a door opener for the gospel. Um, you know, I mean, when people are hungry, you know, I'm reminded of how Jesus fed the crowds, the multitudes, as he preached the word to them, caring for their physical needs, their emotional needs, or spiritual needs. And I see that you guys are doing that in an amazing way. And I just love the partnership that we here in in Casper, Wyoming, can actually make a difference. You know, in uh, in Nicaragua. So that's that's really beautiful. I know that there are um, some pressures, some challenges uh, politically taking place, um, that are also affecting you guys. Are are you able to share about that? Obviously want to be sensitive. I know that there, um, sometimes can be listening ears and, you know, um, but, but I want you to be, um, share whatever you're comfortable sharing in terms of some of the challenges that you all are working through in that regard.
1: Well, yes, I can, I can share it. Um, I think, you know, uh, Well, this is a thing that we didn't talk uh, that much before, but like uh, several uh, organizations like ours has been like shut down, uh, including like some of them has been here for like 50 years, you know, has been in the country. They are not in business anymore because uh, the government, I mean, like if you, they hear from anybody that, you know, they are, you are not doing what it's supposed to do, you know, so they, they come and take everything from your you know, organization. Um, so we trying to like uh, uh, do as, as much as we can do. We trying to follow uh, the government rules. That means every single time is something new, You know, like to renew our papers every year. Uh, well, to give an example, for the containers before we get a, a license, to to release the containers every two years, and then became to be every year. Uh, And now, now I mean, it's been reducing the time and now it's every two months. We need to like do all the paperwork and pay all the fees, you know, everything just to get the containers released. Is this worth? Yes, of course, you know, we we talk about like, uh, we, uh, with the Nice Foundation uh, Board to to talk about the, uh, it is uh, worth all the effort, you know, from from our side here to do all the paperwork to do uh, all kind of stuff. And uh, and, and yes, it worked uh, for the feeding programs. Also, they also have their own problems. I mean, they need to have now uh, what do they call the four letters and those four letters come from different areas in the government. They need to go to four different offices, trying to get you know online one day to get one letter, and then to go maybe if you are lucky, <laughs> and then you know doing that for four days, and that's every two months just to like uh, get the permission to receive the help. Um, so and this happened with every single thing here. Um, every single uh, with the containers is harder, but you know it, it worth worth the effort. Uh, with uh, uh, feeding province also, you know, uh, takes more time, more paperwork. But yes, uh, it's been hard, but we're going to keep doing it until we cannot do it anymore.
0: I'm remembering to give people an idea of how hands-on the government can get with this kind of thing. I remember you were telling us a story about how the vice president of Nicaragua actually called you one day because a shipment was in, right? Can you tell that story?
1: Yes. Um, once uh, they hold our container, they, what they call here, you can be marked red or green. If you, you get your container, get marked red, red, that means that you need to check every single line. If they marked green, that means you can go, you know, you can continue with the process faster. So this container particularly was like uh, marked red because what's going to start everything and like uh, they were like stopping everything. So uh, this uh, wasn't every, everybody was like worried about it and we didn't get our container. We had all the paperwork, we had all the data told us, but they didn't get permission yet. So. Um, the guys that help us to because you know you need to have a special license here to uh, release the container so we hire some people so these people told us the only way that you can get your container is to to write a letter and send it to the president uh, and the vice president so well we did it because we didn't have other choice anyway um, we send the letter one day and the next day we got a call and we were like, uh, my mom was there, and I I don't recognize the number. She said, so she didn't answer. But and then they got up, they called back, and they said like, my mom answered, and it was the vice president.
0: <laughs> who is the who her. is the president's wife, by the way?
1: Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah. <laughs> so the vice president um, uh, Ortega's wife. Uh, she was like, uh, say, uh, she has like a. If you hear her, you know, she has a sweet voice. But also the voice is like scared you because you know who is <laughs> and start talking, so you know nothing good can come from our our her mouth. <laughs> anyway, she say, "I hear that you have a container and, and, and uh, customs and uh, you ask us to help for being released." And so we said, "Yes, yes, we had thank you." Like you know, so she said, uh, "What do you have there in the container?" So we explain we have the list there. So we explain, you know, where we have food, we have uh, school supplies, we have uh, clothes, we have uh, um, school desks, whatever you know we have in that container. But for some reason we didn't get to the part. It was a motorcycle there. And we at that time we ship a motorcycle for a missionary uh, here, and we weren't to that list. And she interrupted us and just say, and you have a motorcycle too. So she knew what we have in the container. She just wanted to see, you know, if we were telling the truth or right. we were trying to lie her or anything or hide something, you know. So I told her, yes, we have, you know, we have a contain- uh, motorcycle. It's for uh, this missionary. It's going to help. And there's this mission and, what, you know, and but we were, you know, scared about Like, she actually called. and She took the time to call to, you know, we didn't think this was possible. So how... That is how controlling is, Mm. how like, you know, they're going to be in every single thing.
0: Wow. Wow, man. You know, um, the way that we're able to do our Feed Nicaragua event, um, you know, it's it's 35 cents a meal, which is from buying the food to packing the food to shipping the food to getting it down there. So that's amazing. When you multiply that by 230,000, that adds up, right? So (laughs) um, it's not free. Um, But the way that we do it here at Highland is something called Faith Promise. The way Faith Promise works is we just ask people to pray and say, God, what would you have me to give this year? And the idea is it's not something that you already have. It's something that God will provide in some perhaps unexpected way. And say, God, if you provide that number, I will give that. I'll give that to mission. So I just want to encourage people that are listening Thank you for being a part of Faith Promise. If you're not a part of Faith Promise, man, join us on the journey. Go to our missions page, our website, um, hpcc.church/blessed, and you can just sign up, pledge, and this is what it does. This is how it impacts. So, if you're Tony, if you're talking to somebody who's listening right now that either does Faith Promise or is thinking about it, can you just help us understand why it's important? that people would give, obviously come to the pack, come to the food pack, do that. That's great. And it, it, it costs to do that. So what encouragement would you give for people to be a part of the giving aspect of faith promise?
1: Okay. Um, yes. Uh, while you were talking, uh, just, uh, reminds me, you know, uh, something that I have in my mind always, you know, um, just, just to give an example, uh, I, I, one day I just got $40 in my pocket, you know, $40 that I was saving for buying a Bible. And uh, uh, the Lord talked to me and we were in a church, a small church, and they were like collecting money for repairs. And I didn't want to give that money because it was for the Bible. <laughs> it's, and, and it's a
0: good God, cause. You <laughs> you had a good reason but, to hold on to that.
1: Yeah, I know. But uh, I was saving that money for a long time. and, and But God talked to me. Say like, well, I need you to give that $40 to the church. And I say, no, that's from my Bible, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was arguing with God, you know. But um, at the end, God, you know, God always wins. God always, you know, if you follow him, you need to obey. So I gave those $40 to, to God, uh, to the church. And, and like four days later, uh, I did a like a small trip with some uh, missionaries. And the leader called me and say, "Hey, um, uh, the group left this gift for you. It was the Bible that I was saving in the
0: morning." To the buy. same one.
1: The same, very same one. I still have the Bible with me. Uh, to <laughs> I, I give a testimony to that. So God always knows our needs, and 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 uh, just to the ones that are listening and uh, trying to like. Uh, uh, debating with God you know I tell you this God is faithful and God uh, knows God put in your heart whatever that God put in your heart is because the reason he knows why I'm not talking about the uh, prosperity but I'm talking about a real God that it's uh, uh, that that you need to obey and you need to like you will see the reward just Mm. because it's this amazing God and I'm I I have I don't know how 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 can express, uh, but that story that I tell you, you know, God always faithful with that.
0: Wow, man, thank you. You know our our, our biblical basis. There's so many, but but really Genesis twelve two, where God tells Abraham, hey, I'm gonna bless you, and I'm gonna make you a blessing to the nations. that that, that the blessing that comes to us through christ is so all-encompassing but it's meant to also be shared it's meant to be passed on that god blesses us to bless others we're blessed to bless and that's what we talk about so tony as we start to close here um what is your hope what is your prayer for nicaragua for the people for the churches for the government what what's your hope and we'd like to pray for you and I'd like for you to pray for us as well.
1: Well, thank you. Um, Well, I think uh, uh, that right now we are like uh, uh, praying to God that every person, you know, that is sick with the virus or any other sickness, because not just that, but they can win the battle, you know, for that. And, uh, but uh, more than that, Just to do God's will. Sometimes we we trying to like uh, uh, do um, whatever what we think is the best, but God knows what is the best, you know, for us. So praying for God' wisdom, uh, not just for our local church or our local country, you know, but to for God also um, take control of the government and. Uh, we understand that he put and take out kings and we, we are not like, uh, uh, we pray for more than getting a new government just to get wisdom to the, our government, to get the, the people to understand that we need to like uh, uh, preach the gospel more now because a lot of people, they are dying. They don't know Jesus. They don't know. Uh, so we, it's, this is a time to, to preach the gospel more than, than other times, uh, to, so to give us strength to, to encourage us and uh, to do his will. Um, also for our, um, pastors and leaders that they, um, get, receive protection, but also wisdom to, to guide the, uh, their, their members, from their churches, their congregations, their feeding um, problems, their kids, you know, they work with kids, so to give the wisdom so they can do the best for them, but for the Lord as well. Um, if you can pray also uh, for my family as well, you know, uh, we have been having a rough time uh, without teams, you know, we didn't have many teams, and uh, uh, so that helps with our economy, but um, I can tell you, God's being faithful, but also pray for you know. God knows the needs, and uh, God know that all uh, oh, how to supply he has been faithful uh, now uh, until now, and He will do it as much as we can. Still serving Him. Hmm.
0: Thank you. We'd love to pray for you, man. Those that are listening, join in as we pray for Tony. So, God, uh, we are so thankful that we're a global body that tony and his family and the churches were related together as one human family and one family in christ and our hearts and our prayers are with tony with the people of nicaragua as they are walking through the challenges of covid political challenges oversight the government and and thank you god for the for the bright light of the gospel going forward thank you for the way that the food serves as a door to open to be able to share about the all-encompassing love of jesus christ and may you empower tony the pastors the churches to bring this message ever more courageously we pray for financial provision we pray for trust and peace we pray that as they continue to serve you and walk in your ways that you would provide abundantly above and beyond what they could hope for or imagine and for us to realize that we are in this together, that we would serve with our hands and also trust you with our finances to be a part of this amazing movement called Faith Promise that, that empowers and impacts others through Feed Nicaragua. So thank you for Tony. Bless him, I pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, brother, and tick, and would you pray for us, man, just that as we are living out the gospel here in the United States, amidst our own challenges and COVID and politics and all that's going on, um, it's easy to forget. You know, It's easy to just get zoomed in and think we're the only ones that are struggling. We're the only ones that have challenges. But just listening to you and hearing what you guys and how you're serving – in the midst of the pandemic, in the midst of the challenges, you're being so faithful. I just want you to bless us, man. Pray for us, for us to be courageous, for us to to pursue what God has for us.
1: Amen. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for um, this day that you has made. And uh, we are thankful for um, people, you know, um, that's been your feet and your hands Lord um like you know Highland Park Community Church in all Casper community as being a witness of uh, all their love for you know the missions Lord and I pray for encourage encourage and you know encourage them to do uh, your will Lord and uh, to bring more leaders and more pastors and uh, uh, more people to love you Lord, because you are the only one. You are the only that we can come and we serve Lord and you will uh, take care of us. Um, I know the challenges are different, uh, but also uh, I know challenges in everywhere that we go Lord. And I pray for them and uh, and not just today, but every single day, I pray for um, the pastors there, the church, and uh, that they know, Lord, that also they have brothers and sisters here that they are praying for them every single week. Um, we are asking uh, for a special blessing for all the leaders and for all the people They are trying to do your will, to give strength, to give um, all the all. all that you want for them, Lord, all the plans that you want to accomplish in them, Lord, you will do it. Bless every single one uh, there, Lord, and, uh from Nicaragua uh, to tell them that you are always faithful and you never forget, Lord. God, God bless every single one that are listening also in um, the name of Jesus, your lovely song we pray. Amen.
0: Hey, man. Thank you for that prayer. Thanks for being here with us. Uh, we're excited to pack this year on October 9th and to send the food down. And Lord willing, it'll get there around Christmas or New Year's and I uh, can distribute that. So that's awesome. Thanks, Tony.
1: Thank you. God
0: bless. Thank you so much for joining us today. Our goal is to get you moving on mission go to our webpage hpcc.church/missions to find out more and how you can be a part or follow us on our facebook page hpcc missions you can sign up for weekly service updates in casper and beyond god bless you and we'll see you next time